Hey there, workplace warriors. If you are looking to build profitable, lifelong relationships, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Do This, Sell More podcast, where you can make more money than you ever imagined and still get home in time for dinner. Don't miss out on expert tips and strategies from best-selling author Dave Lorenzo and his high-performing guests. The formula is easy. Listen and take action. In other words, do this, sell more. Now, here's your host, the master of relationship sales strategy himself, Dave Lorenzo. Welcome, podcasters. Hi, my name is Dave Lorenzo, and this is the Do This, Sell More show. We're here every day with a brand new episode for you. Our goal is to help you make a great living and live a great life. And today we've got a program on sales incentives. That's right. We're going to share with you some sales incentive programs that are designed to help motivate your sales team, get them off the couch and out into the streets and selling for you, helping you grow your revenue and build a successful business. In the second segment of our show today, we're going to talk about measurement and how you're probably measuring the wrong things, but fear not. We will give you some examples of the right things to measure so you can coach your sales team and help improve their performance. Sit back and relax as we deliver a great program for you today on sales incentives and tracking and measurement. Here's the first segment of our show on sales incentives coming at you right now. Hi, I'm Dave Lorenzo and this is the Dave Lorenzo Daily. This is our series on sales compensation and this is episode three. And in this episode, we're talking about why the sales track in your company needs to pay and compensate people as well as the management track. In any business, there must be two tracks. One track that focuses on developing people who will ascend to a management role someday, and the other track that recognizes and rewards people who are fantastic at building and developing relationships. Oftentimes, when I get called in to help an organization with their sales strategy, I look at what they're doing and they're taking their top performers from a relationship development perspective, their top performers from a sales perspective, and they're promoting them into management. And this kills the company because it takes one of the best players off the field, it takes one of the best relationship development people off the field and puts them into a role they're not comfortable in and they're not suited for. In your company right now, you need to develop a sales track which recognizes, rewards, and compensates people at the highest level for relationship development. In some organizations, the top performing salesperson will make as much as people in a leadership role. In mid-sized businesses, the top performing salesperson may make more than the CEO. And you have to be comfortable with that from a short-term perspective because you keep the long-term in mind when you're that business owner or business leader. Salespeople are the lifeblood of your organization. Now, when I say you start out with two tracks for these people, they enter into the organization as a relationship development person. They enter into the organization as a salesperson and you recognize them as someone who's incredibly valuable to the company. They're as valuable as a management trainee, and then you give them the tools they need to be successful. After you do that, all the rewards, all the compensation should be focused on helping them ascend to the highest level in relationship development as possible. 
What does this mean? It means tracking their performance. It means ranking everyone who's in that role and then publishing those rankings so everyone can see. The entire organization has to have a level of transparency when it comes to sales so that the best salespeople are elevated to the level of superstars or rock stars in the organization. Sales is the lifeblood of business. The salespeople make it happen. You need to track, rank, and publish your sales results so that we recognize and elevate the top performers. You need to take it even a step further than that. Here's how you should use this track, rank, and publish system to help your salespeople become as effective as they possibly can be and to help your organization become one that's focused on business development and to make business development part of the fabric, the culture of your organization. What you should do is this. The top 10% in your sales organization should be put up on a pedestal. They should be recognized and rewarded. The next 20% beyond that should be given additional training and support. They should be given everything they need to elevate their game so that they move from being in the top 30% to moving into the top 10%. The bottom 30% of your organization, the last 10%, you cut them loose. You get rid of them every year. Every year when you assess people from a compensation and bonus standpoint, the bottom 10% get thrown out. The next 20% above that, you give them remedial help to make them just up to the point where they're successful. If they're not successful beyond that, they fall into the bottom 10% and they get tossed out. So you have a top 10 and a bottom 10. The top 10 are recognized and rewarded, the bottom 10 are fired. Then you have the next 20 at the bottom and the next 20 at the top. The bottom 20 are given remedial help. The managers are on top of them making sure they're following their basics just to get them up to the point where they're successful. The top 20 are given extra tools, extra guidance, extra support, and that 20 is where the managers spend most of their time helping them elevate their game so they can get into the top 10. And then the people who are in the middle, they're given tools, guidance, and support so that they can elevate their game to the next level as well, but they're not given the tools, guidance, and support that the top 20 are given, but they're given more than the bottom 20 are given. Your entire organization is focused on helping the strong get stronger, helping the best get better, and helping elevate that level of people so that the rising tide lifts all boats. You take people who are on the margin and you help them get to the acceptable level and you take people who are not cutting it and you give them the support they need when you train them and develop them at the outset and if they don't respond, you get rid of them, you cut them loose, you remove them from the company. Track, rank, and publish. Focus on your top 10% and then the 20% just below them. Exit the bottom 10% give the 20% just above them the remedial tools they need to become adequate, and if they don't cut it and they drop to the bottom, then you get rid of them as well. Your company must have two tracks. The success track in sales leads to being put up on a pedestal and receiving top dollar compensation, and then the management track, which helps to run the company overall. Never promote the top salesperson into a management role, and only take the people from management and put them into sales if they've shown the aptitude and the ability to do it. 
the next segment in our show is all about measurement. And it turns out you've probably been measuring the wrong things. That's right. You're probably focusing on the wrong things and it's not your fault. We've all been taught to track and measure things that don't actually improve performance. So this next segment of our show is designed to help you measure the things that will actually be coaching tools for you to help your sales team grow, to help you deliver the revenue that your business needs to thrive. So sit back and relax. Enjoy the next segment of our show as we talk about the right things to measure and the wrong things to measure right here on the Do This, Sell More show. You're tracking the wrong stuff. When it comes to sales performance metrics, you are tracking and measuring the wrong stuff. On this episode, I'm going to talk about the wrong stuff to track, and we're going to talk about the right stuff to track. And today, we're going to share with you some metrics that you haven't thought about and how they can have an impact on your sales team. So join me in this episode where you'll look at the wrong things to track, the right things to track, and I'm gonna share with you a bonus metric. That's right, watch all the way to the end because at the end, I'm gonna share with you leading indicators of success for you and your sales team. Thanks for joining me. My name is Dave Lorenzo. I'm here every day at 5 p.m. with a new sales strategy for you, for your team, to help you make a great living and live a great life. Let's talk about the wrong information, the wrong things you're tracking right now. I bet you're measuring right now the number of meetings that your sales reps have, the number of phone calls they make on a regular basis, and how many proposals they send out. What that does is that encourages behavior that's not productive. What it encourages them to do, it encourages them just to make phone calls and they make phone calls for the sake of making phone calls. It encourages them to have meetings and they're going out and they're meeting with people who have no intention of ever buying from them. And it encourages them to give out proposals like lollipops at the barber shop. They're giving out proposals like crazy. Those are the wrong things. And if you think this isn't true, just this past weekend, my wife got a phone call from a friend of hers who started selling a product. It's an in-home product. And the woman said, you don't need to buy anything. Just let me put down that I had a meeting with you and I'll come over and we'll have coffee. Sure enough, the woman came over, never talked about the sales product that she wanted to sell, never talked about the company, never talked about what she did. They had coffee, the women left. She left some pamphlets in the house and she wrote it down as a meeting for her boss. When you track the wrong things, you get the wrong behavior. When you track the right things, you get the right behavior. So now you're thinking, okay, Dave, what are the right things to track? Let's take a look. As you can see right here, I have a list of the right things to track. And I'm gonna give you three things that you should track. Then I'm gonna give you the bonus thing that you should track because it's a leading indicator of the way business is done today. The first thing I want you to track is depth of wallet. What does this mean? Each of your sales reps, each of your account executives should be able to tell you what their clients spend on an annual basis on products and services in your industry. You then need to know from them how much of those products and services come from your company. The answer is the depth of wallet. That's how much of their business you have. So if the sales rep's number one client spends $1,000 a year 
on products and services in your industry and your sales rep is selling $100 worth of product to them, they have a 10% depth of wallet and there's 90% available to them. That's something you should be tracking. And it's very easy for you to do that because the sales rep should be asking the question, Mr. Prospect, Mr. Client, how much do you spend on these things on an annual basis? And then you know how much they spend with you. The difference is where you can grow, where you can improve. So depth of wallet is something you definitely should be tracking. It is easier for your sales reps to get current clients to invest in you for new products or more products or products from the same sales rep because the trust is already there. Much easier than going out and finding a new relationship. So depth of wallet is a critical metric for you. The second thing your sales reps should be measuring is the number of referrals or testimonials given. And you as a sales leader, you as a sales manager, or you as an entrepreneur should know how many referrals your sales reps are getting every month, how many testimonials they're getting every month. This tells you two things. Number one, if they're getting referrals and testimonials, it tells you that they're asking for them. If you don't get testimonials, you will never get referrals. So your sales rep should be out asking for testimonials, which will help convince other people to buy your products and services, and they should be asking for referrals. If your sales reps aren't asking, you gotta find out why. If, they, if they'll ask for a deal, they should be able to ask for a referral or a testimonial. If they're asking and they're not receiving, that tells me that there's a problem with your service or there's a problem with the relationship the sales rep has. So the number of referrals and testimonials you're receiving every month from each sales rep's clients are critical to measuring the level of service the clients are receiving and the habits of the sales professionals. Referrals are far easier to close than cold calls or than new prospecting developed clients I want you, all of my sales reps to always be asking for referrals, and if they can't get a referral, I want them to ask for a testimonial. So this is an indicator of good habits, and it's an indicator of high-quality relationships. Number, number of referrals and number of testimonials received every month is something else you should be tracking. The final thing you should be tracking from your sales reps is growth of their database. Each month, your sales reps should be doing things to position themselves as industry consultants. They should be out there doing thought leadership activities like giving speeches, writing articles, producing videos, all types of things that can help their database grow. You should track how many new email addresses your sales reps are putting into their database every month, how many new addresses and names they're putting into their physical mailing list every month. Now, this certainly can be gamed. This system can be gamed by them just writing down names and email addresses. However, if they're adding 100, 200 new email addresses and 35, 45, 55 new mailing addresses every month, their activity when it comes to follow-up will produce new clients. For every 1,000 names they add to their database, you can count on 100 new sales activities. This is about a 10% 
follow-through rate. So for every thousand names they add to their database, about 10% will show some interest in who they are and what they do, and that will be an opportunity for them to sell. So growth of their database is critical. And this leads me to my bonus tip. This is the bonus tip I promised you today. In today's business world, there are more ways than ever to grow relationships, to initiate and develop and grow and nurture relationships. Your sales reps who are particularly focused on social media should be able to show you their growth in LinkedIn followers and connections from the LinkedIn database. Followers and connections every month, they should be growing their database by 50 to 100 new people every month. These are people who are interested in what they have to say, what they have to offer, because they're publishing articles on LinkedIn. And if they're comfortable on YouTube, they should be growing their subscriber database on YouTube by 25, 35, 45, 55 new subscribers every month. So if your sales reps are telling you that this is a modern era and they're more focused on social media, accept that and say, okay, then show me the growth of your social media databases every month. If their LinkedIn and YouTube databases are growing by 50 to 100 every month, I think you have some productive salespeople there and you're going to be able to develop some leads from those databases. That's the bonus tip. While you're measuring depth of wallet, number of referrals and testimonials received, growth of email and physical mailing database, you can also measure social media databases as well, particularly LinkedIn and YouTube. If their LinkedIn and YouTube databases are growing fast, you have someone who's a very good lead generation sales rep on your hands. These are the metrics you should be measuring, so stop measuring the old stuff, start measuring these metrics, and leave me a note down in the comments and let me know how this is working for you. Until tomorrow, here's hoping you do this and sell more. Give us your feedback on each episode and get access to our free sales training course at dothissellmore.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Do This, Sell More.